What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Spencer Burke Podcast. We are here in a very different setting. <laughs> this is different than what we usually do. I wanted to introduce everyone to Fat. Thank you for being here, bro. What's up, everybody? How do you feel being on a podcast? Because you watch this, don't you? I watch this, yeah. Because I feel like every time we get into a conversation, you already know like what we've <laughs> talked about in the previous episodes. Because yeah, he's my roommate. So then you come home and I'm like, oh, I heard you guys talk about this today. <laughs> like, so, uh, Fat, if you can, introduce yourself and talk a little bit more kind of about what you do because there's cars there's food there's cats there's social media there's racetrack and obviously the cars that are behind us okay let's talk about you because i have i have a lot of questions for you okay so i'm i'm fat i'm here in irvine um i'm spencer's new roommate and i am the porsche guy well cayman (laughs) guy mostly and then i have a lot of cars like I, i have a audi r8 which i just sold mercedes i have some jeeps uh, I'm really into working out and losing weight, and then I also own a meal prep business, so I I could really help anyone that's interested in that needs help with those things. So you do like a hundred different things. I do hundred, yeah, <laughs> a lot of different things. I used to do rental cars, all kinds of stuff. I used to drive for Uber, all kinds of stuff. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, dang, that's crazy. So yeah. I had sold a Lamborghini to Christian Guzman a while back. And I know that you're a fan of Alpha Elite and Christian Guzman. Yeah, yeah, and huge. I think that's how originally we had kind of started talking is I saw that you're into fitness and cars and things like that. And fast forward uh, like five or six years, I don't know. I don't remember the first time I met, but we, I had a, a, one of my friends, my employee Parker sent me your Instagram story and you're like, Hey, oh, really? I have a, a room for rent. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, dude, I'm living in San Diego right now. I just moved back from Florida. I need to live closer to the office. So I DM'd you and I'm like, I told you, I said, I, I want, I want it no matter what. I don't have to look at it. And it worked out. So I've been living with fat now for, I think a month and we're only six minutes from my office. Yeah. Must be nice. Right. So, so much better than driving from San Diego, dude. <laughs> it was an hour, an hour and a half there, hour and a half back every day. Man, all those miles. I know. And the time. 150 miles a day. And the time. It was terrible. So now it's, it's much better. So let's get straight into like the main thing. So you have two Porsches right now. Two. Let's These talk. Two let's right talk here. about the race car first. So the race car I bought about, I want to say in 2013 or 14, five six years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, I've had the car. It was bone stock when I got it. The guy like when I bought it, I had to fly up to San Francisco or Sacramento to buy the car, and I bought a one way ticket. I flew up there with my buddy Ashton, and when I pulled up to see the car, the guy had super thick, like seat cushions on it like he did not drive this thing it <laughs> was like in perfect condition so then right when i signed the papers i pulled those things out <laughs> and then we hauled ass home and the car was like bone stock and i just kept building it and then now it looks like how it does when today. you when you had the, the let's say the first two years you owned the car did you have an, like any idea you're going to build it to be a track car was that the the whole no, thought behind it no not at all like <laughs> When I first got the car, I was like really into to stancing cars. Yeah. So I mean like this one kind of looks like how this one used to. So I was like all about like super stretched tires, mad camber. <laughs> like back then the Caymans, this was before Rocket Bunny, that kit came out. So the Caymans weren't really on the map. So I was like, I want a car that's different, a little bit higher level than what I had before. Because I had a, I used to have a single turbo RX-7 before. Oh, really? And I owned FD? That, FD. No way. I own I'm running all this new shit today, oh, dude. Yeah. I owned that hell? car for 10 years and oh Damn. man. 
I went through like four motors, <laughs> but I love that car. Like that car literally taught me how to work. I had to learn how to rebuild my own motor. Wow. So I learned everything about cars on that car. On a rotary. On a rotary. So that's that, not I know how to rebuild a rotary motor. So I could pull that motor out in an hour and a half. That's insane. Yeah. So I learned everything, but I was like, and then the, it was, the car was good, but it got to the point where I got so scared of the car, even though it ran well, mm-hmm. that I just never, ever drove it. So you just had a car that was just kind of like, you kind of didn't yeah. want to even. And I couldn't enjoy it. Yeah. Like even when it was running good, I was like, I just can't. So then Damn. it's that. And then I was like, you know what? I need something that's like, I could count on every time I turn it on. Yeah. And I feel like the Cayman was a good choice because the cockpit's kind of similar. Yeah. And a lot of FD guys actually moved to the Cayman for some reason. Well, I feel like it's somewhat of a similar size. It's a smaller car. Yeah. And it's a hatchback. And Yeah, hatchback. And you yeah. have, I think, like that same uniqueness where yeah. it's not, not a lot of people modify these cars to where they actually drive them. Yeah. Most people that I see that have Porsches, they want them as like a collector car. Yeah. And they sit forever. Yeah. And you drive both these a lot. A lot. Yeah. And you track the hell out of this thing. Well, I mean, like, so I had this car for what? Like, probably like four years before I got, no, five years. I had the car five years. It was like fully done. Like, coils, exhaust, tune, pretty much every bolt on you could put on it and the big wing and everything. (laughs) And then the car sat for like another year. And then I was like, okay, I'm bored. (laughs) So then I put the wide body on it and it was cool. And then I drove it around for a while, and then I kind of started to get bored again. Yeah. And then that's when I was like, okay, I picked up this new Cayman because I've <laughs> always wanted it. So I'm like, now I could go, like, all the way with this one. And at that point, it was like, well, do I sell it and then get another car to track? I was actually looking at, like, either S2000 or uh, E46 M3. But I was like, well, to get a clean one, I'm going to spend 15 and then I'd have to put another 10 to get a track ready. By then, I'd be at 25, and then I might as well just... Buy a Porsche. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I mean, I already had this car. So yeah. if, I, if I sold this car, I'd probably get, like, 35 for it. So it's like, well, it's $10,000 difference. I might as well just yeah. full send this one and to it, the track. It, it turned yeah. out great. I mean, the whole build on it is so cool because it's such a, a special car that you just don't see often. Yeah. Like, when you go to the track, do you see any cars like this out there? You see a lot of Caymans and Boxers, but they're all bone. Oh, like, okay. stock body. They have, like, front lips. They don't all have big wings and then yeah you see a lot of stock body ones damn so you made this car a full track car and i i want to get into it for i actually want to have you be the first non-bmw feature film on my channel yeah i would love to film your cars when we get a chance but i want to talk about this car behind me because i had a chance to ride with you to get some spring rolls the other night Mm -hmm. and dude this thing sounds terrifying yeah it sounds terrifying yeah so what setup is that with the exhaust so both these cars are actually running sole performance uh products they're both running catless competition headers (laughs) (laughs) competition uh, headers off-road use only yeah (laughs) and then this one actually had the 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 valve system and then it also has a hd tuning tune intake uh ipd plenum and, and the throttle body and gt3 throttle body so oh. th- this thing is like full bolt-on too so they're both Dang. full bolt-ons because because the caymans are so underpowered i was like i'm not leaving anything on the table i'm doing every bolt-on there is yeah so do you feel like you got your money's worth out of this car so far this car definitely yeah because um if if you don't know this car is actually a it has a carrera motor a base carrera motor that's detuned so it's a 3.4 
um, and that motor makes 350. So this car came with 325. So for NA car with the tune, you gain that 25 back. That's a lot of power for NA. And like an additional, I don't know, 510, whatever. <laughs> so, but still for NA car to gain 30, 35 horsepower, That's a lot. it's major. That's yeah. crazy. And then, so now you have these two Porsches and you just sold the R8. How long did you own the R8 for? Just like a year and a half. And that was a white with uh, V8, right? Yeah. That yeah. thing sounded so mean. It sounded <laughs> sick. It was it was a cool experience for to be in the exotic like like level of cars, yeah. but I just didn't enjoy it as much as the Caymans. When you were younger, like what were some of your first cars you had? Like a couple of the first cars you owned? Well, the RX-7 I owned for 10 years. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. So was that your first car? That was my very first car. FD RX-7. FD. At what age did you get that? I was 16. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> at 16, an FD RX-7. No, it wasn't like, I wasn't like spoiled. You're like Vin Diesel, I, Fast yeah. and Furious, NOS So bottles. actually, <laughs> I got it before Fast and Furious came out. Oh, okay. So that was before the, the values went up. And I got it. It wasn't like nice or anything. It had like 120,000 miles. It, it was beat up. It was salvage title. Oh, okay. It was not like what you think. Like, oh, you got so you an had FD. A, you had a lot to build. It was on a that. fixer upper. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh so, man. Yeah. Well, it just sounds funny when someone says FD Arc Seven. You just assume like fully built, anti lag, oh, four was, rotor. Like it, it, it had an aggressive street port, and so and I pull like this like there's like this thing. It's called an oil metering pump, and it puts oil into the combustion chamber, so those things can fail. So I pull that out. And when you pull that out, you have to run two-stroke oil, like a lawnmower, <laughs> in your gas tank. Yeah. So every time I filled up gas out of funnel, and I'd put two-stroke oil in it. Dude, what a process to own a oh, car. it was such a pain. And it, Dang. like, always smelled like if you drove behind me, your eyes would burn. <laughs> like, it was, wow. it was crazy. How do you feel now being at, like, the success you have? Because we'll get into the businesses that you own and that you do. But now that you have multiple cars of of big magnitude like these are big cars how does it feel like personally do you feel like you've achieved a lot yeah but you, like when you get in that zone you always feel like you could do more yeah that's it's very like, true it's always stepping stones i'm i'm the same way too because i've owned two m3s now and i i dream to have you know a couple porsches one day and uh how old are you 34 okay so during the whole time that you've you know from from the fd at 16 to where you're at now um, you've you've gone up in cars as far yeah. as value and the the mods that you do and things like that. I'm sure it's nice when you look back. I remember I remember when I was younger when I would look at my E30, I'd be like, oh, I would love to have seats and suspension. And it took me like three years to build that whole car. But now you're at the point where you told me when you bought this car, you did you had all the parts at your house waiting yeah. before you bought the car. Yeah, that's pretty baller. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't think it's baller. I just think when you reach a certain point, you just you don't want to wait yeah. to fix the car up. Cause like I like live my life in between, uh, you got to save for a rainy day and you could die tomorrow. True. So it's like, if I, if I buy this car, I don't, I don't want to go through the process where it takes me 10 or five years to build a car. It's like, I want it to be how I want it to look. So it feels like mine from like the day I get the car to I the life it. that I own it. So you, know? you can put all the mods on and then enjoy the car with all those the, mods. The way you, you viewed it. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, that, I guess that's cool because that's what you could do when, I guess, you're an adult and you... Yeah, because yeah. I'm, I'm at the phase now where I'm able to finally afford a little bit more and have a little bit more fun, but I'm not at the point where I can start ordering parts for my GT3 RS. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's going <laughs> to well, be like okay. a couple of years so from now. So, <laughs> I ordered the parts because I bought this car from New York. Yeah. 
So I ordered the like once once I found the car and I was like this is it, and it took it took them like a month to ship the car to me. Oh. But I already knew the car was mine. Yeah. So then I was like, okay, I just need to buy stuff now because the thing about Porsches, right? Or I think any higher level car is like parts are not in stock. Yeah. They're not. It doesn't make sense for a company to make like an exhaust system that might sit on their shelves for like five years. Sure. So like everything is usually like made to order. I yeah. feel like, so I knew I was going to wait for everything. So I was like, all right, I need to order the parts <laughs> now. So I Start had planning it I had all the out. bumper, <laughs> the clear corners. I had the wing, everything was, I had everything shipped and then painted. So, w and springs. So when the car arrived, I literally took the car to a shop and three days later it came out almost like this. <laughs> the only thing I've changed since then is coilovers and wheels. Damn. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And now you have your choice. Like when you wake up, is it hard to be like, oh, I don't know what car to take today? I, I, you know, you always know because I think when you have multiple cars, you build them for certain purposes. True. So, so like, you have like a Sunday car, and then you have a track car, then you yeah. got Monday through Friday yeah. car. So like I technically could drive both on the street, but it does not make sense to drive this thing <laughs> around town. I mean, dude, you I'll, know what I I'll mean? be in my room and you'll start this thing and I'm like, that's fat for yeah, sure. That's like him. It, it's kind of, you know, it's like you have the choice, but like that's why I had to get a newer one and keep it more streetable yeah i got like you. that's why that one doesn't have a wing and everything well we talked about that too is this the shape of this car is so cool and you have the gt4 front bumper on it you painted the lip around it and in the feature film we'll go into detail on that but you also own a food prep business or yes. meal prep yes and you lost almost 100 pounds yeah like 90 pounds about damn that's a lot of weight it's a lot it's a whole person that's a whole I person right there had, <laughs> i had a, a girl strapped to my body <laughs> hanging on to me all day you wow know? that's insane well when I was living in Florida uh, about, you know, five months ago, I was at my heaviest of around like almost 270. And when I came back, I started doing your meals. You and I started kind of working out together. And just from that, I've lost almost 30 pounds. Yeah, that's awesome. That's crazy, right? Yeah. J just from those little changes. And the funny thing way. is when I say working out, it's been two workouts so far. I know. And I that's know. it. And they're baby workouts because <laughs> yeah. all the gyms are closed. So for those first two or three months, all I did was eat your food. And that was it. I changed my lunch and my dinners and I just started feeling better. I started looking better. I have more confidence now. Like yeah. I feel a lot better and it's just from eating good food. Yeah. So now you own a business that that business is expanding. It's expanding. Yeah. And you're about to move into a new kitchen soon. A new kitchen. Yeah. So we'll be able to take on more because right now we got so busy that I actually had to turn down potential customers yeah. because we just couldn't handle it. The so demand is there. The demand is there. Yeah. Damn, that's especially after COVID, everyone's like, I gained fifteen pounds. <laughs> Help me out, you I know. I mean, weight. we're all in the same boat. I'm kinda of, I'm in the same boat too. So I understand that. Well, I have I do social media for a lot of different companies that do meal prep. I have a friend in San Diego that does it and he started seven years ago with just a couple people and now he's, you know, seventy five locations. Like right. it's crazy. Locations. Yeah. So he's all over the place now and now that I think that industry is so big because you look around like let's say you go drive down Jamboree and you're like okay I want to look at I want to get food real quick your only choices really are like McDonald's Subway Chick-fil-A Chick yeah. yeah those food which is not it's not terrible if you know how to moderate it but you can't do that every day no it's, it's not it's sustainable yeah. so when you look at meal prep there's nowhere else to go besides really like Instagram or like the, a website there's yeah. no places to walk into really and buy anything. So no. I think once you start spreading the word of what you do, people are like, oh, I need that. 
I really want that. And then yeah. you get like I started it. Parker's on it now. You know, Manny's editor Nate is on it now. My whole office is going to be on yeah. it someday. And that's just one tiny office in Irvine. Like I can't imagine what's going to happen. So what are your plans for that business? So our plan is to just get more like people on the meals. We're going to expand and add more things to the menu and just just keep going and then keep cranking away, you know. So your your idea now is the kitchen is going to allow you to um I guess get more customers in the door. Yeah. Okay. So that so then when that happens we'll actually get like a huge warehouse where it's more like not, not a warehouse but like a kitchen. Sure. So it's more of like an assembly line than gotcha. than just like a kitchen producing food. I get that. And yeah. then do you have any goals like wh- where do you see that company in 10 to 20 years? Well, hopefully we'll be in 70 locations, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. I mean, that is, I think that is the ultimate goal is to just branch out even beyond Orange County. Sure. Because right now I have, I have people from L.A. County hitting me up. Yeah. And it's 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 cool, but it's like the deliveries is just It's, it's frustrating. Brutal. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I had started helping Fat with his social media just a couple of days ago, and I see a lot of the messages that come through. And the hard part is there's so many people that are out of town, not, not out of town, but out yes. of state. Yes. And that's hard because I don't, from a business standpoint, that's money sitting. It is. It's just right. Yeah. Money's just and right like there. And like they approached me <laughs> yeah. or, you know, the Instagram. So it's frustrating to see that, but I think that you'll get to a point where, you know, if, if you're able to push to such a degree that you'll have a hundred plus locations, it's just a matter Either of time. More locations or ability to ship. There's, yeah. there's some companies that ship, but there's a lot a lot of like regulations that go into that. I've had meal prep shipped to me before it and good? it's it's a hit or miss. Yeah. Sometimes it's really good and then sometimes it's just that dry ice didn't work. Or it oh. was it was like a meal that was sitting on the shelf and then it took two days to ship. And like you know how you know how when you make a meal on like a Sunday and then I'm like, Oh, you know what, I'll I'll eat that last meal the next Sunday and I tell you that it's sour or yeah. it's bad. Oh yeah, you can like, do that. They would ship out that Sunday meal a, a week after. No. And then it'd take two days to ship and you'd no. eat it and you'd be like, This is not good. No. So it's a hit or miss. Yeah. That's, and I always get Facebook ads scary. for it. Ever since I started doing your stuff, I get Facebook ads every day on meal prep companies and it's just like I don't know I, I know there's a couple out there that I see from other influencers, but you can't beat it when it's in my own kitchen kind yeah. of setup, you know, yeah. like I, it's, it's close to me. It's easy to get. And I prefer to have your food. So, yeah. but move, moving forward with your business, like that's going to be crazy. What happens? Yeah. I'm excited. It's going to grow yeah. very quickly. Now, what's your next car that you want? The next car I want is actually a, a Hyundai <laughs> Kona. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it's a little Hyundai SUV. I just want it for deliveries. Oh, it's in okay. the name of the business. Okay. But um, what I really want is a Huracan. I've had my eyes on a Lambo for a long time. Oh, no way. Yeah. That's cool. So that's what I really want. I actually have a deposit or the allocation put down for a new Corvette. Oh, no way. But I guess the Corvette plant got shut down. So then uh, I haven't been able to spec the car out. So it's just delayed right now. It's delayed, but I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm starting to have second thoughts about it. Hmm. So I don't, I don't know. Cause like it was cool at first and like they looked super awesome and, but it's just like, do I, do I want to, do I want to take on the, that responsibility of having a car and insurance when I'm trying to build a business, the liability. That's you know? a hard part. I had my E90 M3 and I had opportunity to hire two more people. And I thought to myself, I'm like, well, if I hire two more people, essentially I would be able to double my business and then go buy another one. Yeah. But the part of selling it breaks your heart. 
That's what I'm saying. You're just like, do so. I really want to do this? So I, I said screw it and sold it. And then I, I was able to recuperate that within, you know, like 90 to 120 days. And I'm like, all right, I need another M3. So I went and bought my E92. Oh, so yeah. that it took some time. I mean, not, not a lot of time, but it's just I think with what you're doing, dude, if I were in your shoes, I would sell as much as I could, save as much as I could, and put all the money into the company yeah. and just watch it. Because you see the demand. You know yeah. everyone yeah. has to eat. Yeah. Yep. Everyone has to eat. So yep. I think that you're in the right path of being yeah. a millionaire. Uh, and I always have a philosophy like in if it's for your business, you almost cannot you can't put a price on it. Yeah. If you're building your business, your brand, there you it's like it's always worth it to spend that money. It's never a if question. If you're reinvesting it. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. I get that. What so as you grew your business, what were some struggles you ran into? For that business? Just I, I would say yeah, in, in general, like cuz you okay, you know what actually so your your meal prep business is essentially a side hustle. It's a side hustle. That that's growing into something bigger. Yeah. What do you so, do for your, your day job? So during the day I'm a structural CAD designer. So basically all these buildings you see around, I do the like the blueprints for them. I don't necessarily necessarily design them, but I like an engineer and an architect will design it and then I'll just put it on paper basically for a construction company to take that and build it. That sounds so far beyond. Yeah, what I can so I'll understand. do like <laughs> I'll do like 3D models and stuff of buildings and so stuff. So you're good with like computers and stuff. Yeah. 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 As far as software goes. Yeah. I gotcha. And then also you're very into guns. Very into guns. You're very tactical. Minute. Yes. Yes. And then you also have a lowered cat. I have a lowered cat, Munchkin <laughs> cat. How did you end up wanting a Munchkin cat? Because that They're cat just is so, so awesome. cute, <laughs> man. It's like he has little white paws, <laughs> and it's just the, he like. If you look up the munchkin cat breed, they're just very, like, loving. They're very caring. I mean, he acts like a dog. He plays fetch. So, he does act like a dog. Yeah, he's very, he's very needy. He is. He's a very needy cat. He meows every him. two seconds. He's awesome. He seems like such a good thing to have around the house. Yes. Like when you need just to chill and hang out with something, like the cat comes up, meows at you, scratches yep. your bed, yep. and like wants to hang out. And he's very low maintenance. Which yeah. Which is cool. Well, like, because a lot of people are always like, "Oh, why not a dog?" It's like, well, I'm a busy guy. I have full-time work. I got, like, a couple side hustles. It's like I can't have the responsibility of a dog right now. Cats are much easier, I feel it's like. You just clean his litter box and you feed him, like, <laughs> twice a day. That's you pet it. him once in a while and he's happy. Yeah. Like, I could, I could, you know, I don't have to be, like, at work or, or like, the track or wherever and be like, oh, I got to run home and walk the dog. Yeah. Like, you know, you don't want to deal with the problems that I, I think dogs are great, but I'm, I'm the same way. I prefer cats all day. Like I have had Persian cats my whole life and I would much rather have a bunch of cats running around than having to worry about dogs. Yeah. Which is just, just easy. If you're a busy person, you should get a cat. Uh, so we are currently 24 minutes in. We only have uh, six more minutes. What what um, what tracks have you been to? What are some of the tracks? Just, that Just you Button Willow. OK, so like. Button Willow is it's known to be one of the more safer tracks if you go off. Oh, so you have more room to slide off. Yeah, more room to slide okay. off. And then when you go off, it's just flat. Because there's other okay. tracks where if you go off, it's like bumpy. And you or could, like you walls. You tear some, yeah. some stuff up. So at Button Willow, there's really only one or maybe two walls that you could hit. So it's much, much better much to go. Much safer. Okay. And then like for me, I just want to get as good as I can at that track before I move on to another track. Cause like like you you kind of dial your car into like what you need for that track. Well, I'm sure one thing I, I I haven't done track racing yet. I've been 
to the racetrack in other cars. Like I've raced a bunch of Lambos and stuff when I was working for the dealerships, but in my own car, I've never gone and I'm, I'm ready to go soon and Let's I want to learn. Yes. I'm ready. But I feel like one thing that falls into play is like if you do suspension and then you do your CAE shifter and then you go to the track and then the week after you have new tires, you have a wing, you have a body kit, your car is completely different. So each time that you go, did you ever notice a big difference of like, oh, like huge. your lap times? Huge. So the first time you go, like, first of all, whatever <laughs> you have, just bring it. Yeah. Like, because cause some people are like, oh, I got to wait till I do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. It's like, you could just go on forever with things you think you might need. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's like, as long as your tires are good, you should just go. Mm -hmm. Just go, and then you will really see all the issues you had with your car. They start coming to light. Mm -hmm. So the first thing for sure, always, that everyone always forgets is you need good pads yeah. and <laughs> fluid. Yeah. Like, not even rotors or anything, really. It's like, your brakes will get hot, and you will not. You'll get fade. So fade happens when, like... The, you just hit the pedal and like nothing's happening. Mm -hmm. So you definitely need to upgrade your brakes. And then every time you go, you're like, okay, maybe I need better tires. Like you'll realize like performance parts to make you go faster, like don't mean anything. You just got to learn how to slow down better. <laughs> you got to learn how to slow down and you just got to learn how to take the line and drive. And then like, so I would do like brakes, suspension, tires, and then worry about making your car faster. That's probably the best way to put it too. Cause I, even when I had my E90, I supercharged it, but I never had intentions of tracking it. This E92, I haven't done any performance mods. Zero. Yeah. I've just done an intake, I guess, an exhaust. An exhaust. Everything yeah. else has been just kind of for the, the look, yeah, for like cool course. videos and stuff like that. But now that I'm getting into the track spec, I'm focusing on, okay, what do I want first? I want brakes. That's the main thing you, I'm doing next you week. need brakes. And maintenance. Maintenance is a big thing too. Maintenance, yeah. So once I get brakes, I think in the following couple of weeks, I'll be ready for the track. Yeah. So sure. I'm excited for that. But then to end off this conversation, I want to say thank you for getting me addicted to the dri the drive to survive. Oh yeah, the Netflix series. series. Everyone should watch. You got it's me so intense. You got Parker hooked on it, and my employee George is going to start watching it tonight. Even if you don't like cars, which you probably would if you're watching Sensor's yeah, channel, <laughs> it is so good. My buddy's girlfriend watches it, and she doesn't know anything about cars. She loves it. There's so much more politics and money and arguments and so much oh, depth so behind much. f1 you would have no idea i went to coda in 2018 and i watched the race and i met some of the alpha guys and i had no idea what they were going oh, through yeah. and in that series i was like that guy was about to get kicked out of f1 this dude oh, just had yeah. a fight with that guy right? that guy just broke his boss's oh, and window then what about <laughs> what about the guy that had some issues and he had to leave the team yes he got I don't know what happened. Like all Force the, India. Yeah. And all the investors and all the money. Yeah. Like, dude, it's so much more involved than what people think. I had no idea about anything about F1. Yeah. I mean, I at first, at first I didn't even like really care for it because it's like, oh, well, I can't buy F1 car and drive it. So I like didn't care to watch it. Yeah. But then now it's, like, <laughs> it's so good. Well, I think now what's going to happen. Park and I were talking about this on our podcast yesterday strictly about this Netflix series is that now that we watch F1, we know what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. Like we're not not the race results, but what what's happening behind the scenes lewis is there's battling this guy so or the red bull guy hates his his, his teammate like there's so yeah, much more to it and then the driver moves around like ricardo it's crazy yeah. to see and i've learned a lot from the f1 series and it's i don't know what's going to happen tomorrow because i have two episodes left on oh. season two Oh, I haven't no. finished it yet. I mean, you're going to be like the rest of us, just waiting. I know. And Parker's right now. He's on season two, episode two. I'm on season two, episode five. So I got three or four more left. But I might save that for Friday. We'll see. So I'm I'm excited to finish it. And I, I want to go another F1 race. I'm excited mm -hmm. to go to the track with you. That will be awesome. When are we going? 
I mean, whenever you're ready. Well, okay, I need tires. I need brakes. I need, <laughs> I need tires, and then I'm actually planning on upgrading the brakes again. Yeah. Because, like, I upgraded them, and I'm like, man, it's still not enough. <laughs> it's so, always something. Yeah. Dang, dude. Well, uh, if people want to find you on Instagram, they can see your builds and everything. Fatty. Fat underscore E. e. Okay. So just fatty. And then if someone wants to order your meal prep, how do they get it? Well, we have a – our Instagram is fatmealsoc. P-H-A-T. P-H-A-T. I'll put everything below, too. Yeah. And then just, just send us a DM, and then we'll we'll talk about it. So I'm also a coach. So if, if, if you need more information about how to do the meals and how to lose weight, you could always. So it's, it's not so much of just saying, Hey, I want to buy food from you. Yeah. Fat will be able to show you like w- what he recommends for you. And like, for me, the timing of eating yeah. food and you get everything. It's not like a full coaching program, but you get a little bit of consultation if you want. I think you'd give a lot of direction because yeah. people get lost. Cause you can get yeah. people food and they eat 20 a day. It's like, that's not going to work. Exactly. So, <laughs> so, Cool, dude. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I look forward to doing the feature film with you. Cool. Anything else? That's it. Uh, we talk about everything, right? I think, that's, oh, me. There, that's me in a nutshell. There's so. a lot more to talk. We'll do We'll do a follow-up episode in a couple yeah, months. We'll go over all the individual parts that are on the car cool. and everything we did. All right. Thanks, bro. Cool. They go by so fast. 